forever. Dog. The dead are dying to live again. This week on the podcast, Lois Duncan's Down a Dark Hall. everybody welcome to another episode of teen creeps i am one of your hosts kelly nugent and i am joined today by a very special guest co-host oh upgraded upgraded guest co-host do you recognize his voice do you do you recognize my name from the episode description This is the show where we talk about YA pulp fiction, and I am usually joined by Lindsay K. Ty, but today uh, I am joined by our low dunk correspondent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may know him uh, from Nintendo Cartridge Society from Same Day Shipping. We have writer, comedian Patrick Ellers here. Thank you for singing me in. <laughs> Wow. Wow. No K-Tai today. No K-Tai today. She's not feeling well. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. It is windy in L.A. Here's the thing. You and I literally were saying like, you know what? It's windy today. It's windy. So you are excused from pretty much anything. I totally agree. It's like the rain. Yeah. Except I feel like fewer people can make fun of us for it. Yeah, because they haven't experienced the wind. Here's the thing. I was driving my car yesterday mm-hmm. and I my car was straight Tokyo drifting across right. the five north. And I was like, oh, dang, it must be windy. I opened my door. I almost you flew, flew away. away. I flew away. <laughs> I was, look. Yeah. Ride, riding or dri- driving your car in the, in the wind. Mm-hmm. A mistake. Huge mistake. I regret it to this day. Bigger mistake? What? I took my bike to Target <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> And I'm doing a little bit where I'm like biking uphill because to get from my house to the Target, you have to like go under a like overpass sort of bridge thing. Yeah, I'm trying Uh, to think of what Target you're going to. The one in Glendale. Oh, off the Americana. Yeah, that's the Target I go to. Um, It's just so convenient. It's very convenient. And Uh, there's always parking if you're driving. Well, and there's always parking if you're on your bike. (laughs) But as I'm trying to go uphill Mm -hmm. to like get out of this like little underpass thing, Mm -hmm. uh, the wind is blowing me like right back the other Mm -hmm. direction. Oh, what a struggle. It was awful. But you got like a pretty sick pump on your... Oh, yeah. Oh, my legs are great. Your legs look great. (laughs) Thank you. You walked into the Target and they were like, everybody attention in Target. We got some great legs walking in. And then everyone turned around and pointed and screamed because your legs were so went, amazing. Ah! ah! And then um, someone stole your bike. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I had to walk home. Actually, I just jumped in the wind, carried me back. Wee! <laughs> uh, it is extremely windy, but we're fine. We'll survive. We're. Oh yes, but the reason that this can make someone sick. Yes. Is that uh, it, it? These are the the them Santa Ana winds, mm-hmm. and they're blowing up, dro- blowing up a lot of dust, dust. a lot of sand, sand, a lot of pollen. Pollen. Also, just people's breaths. Mm-hmm. People are coughing into the wind. It's going sixty to seventy percent further than on a still day. That's right. So germs everywhere. Germs are everywhere. Honestly, germs really are everywhere right now. No, I mean this is always true though. The, in in Los Angeles, particularly, I feel like everybody is either like in the throes of the mm-hmm, flu. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Did you hear about the outbreak of measles in Brooklyn? Measles in Brooklyn. Over 200 and something people are infected with measles right now. Why? Because of anti vax people. Anti vax people need to stop 
that. Then you stop it. They stop. need to just they vaccinate. Need to start. They need to start, they need to start vaccinating. Start. That's right. But also uh, stop spreading lies about vaccines. Yeah. And about us. Oh, you stop, and me? <laughs> yes. Stop lying about us. We have never fought. No. Um, the anti-vaxxer campaign er, platform yeah. is that Patrick and Kelly are always fighting. Uh, you, and you can check out one of their Twitter accounts mm-hmm. at Kelly and Patrick are always fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are spreading hurtful vicious, stories vicious stories and they're always like linking to these articles mm-hmm. that look like real they news look real but like they are not Mm-mm. they are doctored photos kelly mm-hmm. and i have never fought we never fought i mean like we've given each other like side eye sometimes sure but it's never come to blows and yet the articles lead you to believe that right those are doctored photos i've never punched patrick right that's actually a photo of me punching my parents pastor and if you ever see a photo of uh me where there's like a gash over my yeah. forehead that is not as the article would imply, the result of Kelly hitting me over the head with a skateboard until right. it broke. Uh, it is uh, from when I was a child. Oh, my God. I mean, it's I'm a child. You're in the a picture. child. So how did I even so know how you? Would you? Yeah, we didn't even know each other when Can I was I a child. Can I guess what it's from? Go. You falling off a caterpillar. No. So the caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> the caterpillar wound is on my chin. Oh, I was riding a caterpillar when I was a very small child, yes. and I flipped over the front of it uh, <laughs> and face-planted in the driveway. Ouchie. Uh, but that was one wound. A separate wound, mm-hmm. uh, I was jumping up and down on my parents' bed and hit my head on the headboard. Ow. Yeah, and I've got, like, if I scowl right, I actually don't know that I can control it anymore, but I used to be able to, like, show off the little, like... Show it off. ...divot in my... Well, I could... <laughs> I could display trick. it, yes. Hey, I want to check out my scar. And then I also had uh, stitches in the back of my head mm. from a time that I was on a rocking horse and mm. went too far back and hit my head on a, uh, we called it the battery table, but it was just the thing in the dining room that held the batteries. Oh, isn't that funny? There's always names like that. Yeah. And you're like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But that's what you call it. We had this one table, we called it the round table, but it was just like, it was round, I okay, guess. Okay, well, good. But it wasn't like... You didn't all sit around it no, and make decisions equally. It was like an end table. It was small. It was like a circular, like cylindrical table that like, or it was a like a, che- it was basically like a chest or something where it had like, it was a cylindrical. Did uh, like the top come off and you could put stuff in it? No, no, no. The, mm. the, the door was like, uh, like curved against the side. So you just open it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, anyway. for whatever reason, we feel the need to name our furniture. Yeah. It doesn't totally make sense to me. Or even spaces. For example, the room we are sitting in now, cat's room. Mm-hmm. There are no cats in here right now. No, as there's far as cat I know. stuff. There is cat stuff. There's a a tree and there's like a little box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no cats though. No, they're they're not in here. Uh, and then I've also uh, had two concussions. So I had a really lo- yeah. What two- was it like? Can you tell me? Uh, okay, so yes, I can. Um, my first concussion. Uh, it, it happened because I was in my friend's parents' basement uh, and they had like some sort of like laundry line or something in their basement that, or maybe it was a weird sex thing. I don't know, but it was a, <laughs> it was a rope on a pulley. Um, and you think the, this is a laundry line? I thought it was a laundry line because it was like near the, the washer and dryer. Okay. So anyway, uh, it had like a, a loop on one end of it and I put my foot in there and was like, I'm going to lift myself up. This is going to be cool. <laughs> No. I can lift myself into the air, but instead I just pulled my foot out from under me right. and fell and hit my head oh on, my God. on the uh, pavement. Um, and then I, uh, trying to remember what it was like now, um, very, uh, you feel very much like inside your head, like you're seeing um, not from your eyes, but from behind your eyes. Mm. Um, and everything sounds, the sound was a big thing. Uh, everything sounded further away. 
mm. uh, or like I was underwater or mm-hmm. something. Uh, and my my brother had the chicken pox at the time. He's five years younger than me. Um, so like he was just hanging out um, in our basement with like the the lights off and like napping all day. And like I just went down there and like was hanging out with him. Did I sleep when I'm not supposed to sleep? You might have, dude. I this might is not good. This is not good. I might have slept. But you know what? You survived it, which is good. Hey, yeah, I survived it. You weren't like, um, who was that guy? Uh, who was what guy? The, the OxyClean guy. The OxyClean guy had a concussion and died? Yeah. From going to sleep? I think he went to sleep. He also, like, was really into coke. Oh, what? Well, might have been that. Here's... But... <laughs> Can you be the OxyClean guy and be really into coke and not have accidentally snorted OxyClean at some point? Oh, shit. What if that's a huge cover up? I buy it. That he wasn't actually doing coke? That he was doing OxyClean. <laughs> he was doing OxyClean. And big OxyClean is just. Mm-hmm. They're just fighting to, the good fight, I guess. I guess. They're trying to just keep it quiet. But mm-hmm. we're here to tell you the truth. Um, we're also here to talk about this book. Yes. Um, so this is Down a Dark Hall by Lois Duncan. Mm -hmm. I can read the back. Once a doorway opens, they can't control who comes in. Kit Gordy sees Blackwood Hall towering over black iron gates, and she can't help thinking, this place is evil. The imposing mansion sends a shiver of fear through her. But Kit settles into a routine, trying to ignore the rumors that the highly exclusive boarding school is haunted. Then her classmates begin to show extraordinary and unknown talents. The strange dreams, the voices, the lost letters to family and friends all become overshadowed by the magic around them. When Kit and her friends realize that Blackwood isn't what it claims to be, it might be too late. I like that the back of the book just says magic. Yeah. The magic around them. (laughs) Because they don't want to be like, look, it's like this fraud thing where like this little French lady is like taking... People. There are a lot of layers to this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and and it also feels uh way smaller than most of the low dunk books that we read. It's like, like a bottle book. Yeah, it is a bottle book. It all takes place at Blackwood Manor, except for the very first uh uh, par- uh chapter mm-hmm. where they're like driving up to it. Um and they only leave like at the very, very end. We only have like seven or eight real characters, mm-hmm. um, including only one low dunk boy. Yeah. Which I gotta say, like she described him as as pretty, yeah, as like as a handsome low dunk yeah. boy. Um, but I feel a little bit cheated. You feel left out. I feel yeah. I feel like where are my low dunk? Yeah, boys? there's no low, low dunk boys really. He he is extremely handsome, mm-hmm. but he also is like not that great. Like no. morally speaking, he's fine, but he's. Uh, I think he's been looking the other way too long. Yes, totally. He's definitely been looking the other way too long. Because, okay, so here's the thing. Mm, tell me the thing. Kit. Mm-hmm. So she... Kit Gordy. <laughs> Kit Gordy, which, whoa. I don't, That's a name. I'm Kit Gordy. Hi, I'm Kit Gordy. It's just like, oh, very bad. Very bad. She had a chance to reinvent herself, but she didn't. No. So Kit Gordy... Because they started calling her Catherine. Yeah. And she's like, I go by Kit. I go by Kit for some reason. I go by Kit Gordy. Full name. So they, she uh, gets taken to this Blackwood Manor mm-hmm. and she and her best friend were going to go together, but her best friend didn't get accepted, even though her best friend's like a better student than her. So like, what's going on there? What's the criteria for getting accepted into the school? Also like the exams to get in were kind of weird, Uh huh. but like, let's not think about that too long. They were kind of weird. There's Look, this is <laughs> a, another, like, uh, this is another thing that just happens in low dunk books that the 
characters who are acting as your detectives are just so slow to catch on. Very you, slow. You are 30 steps ahead of yes. them at all times. Yes. Even Ruth, who is supposed to be the smart one. Oh my God, Ruth. You're like, Ruth, Why? what are you doing? What? Like, so from the very beginning, mm-hmm. so they're like, she goes there and she's like, oh, it feels like weird here. Um, it feels like there's somebody in the room with me, but like, not. I just feel very creeped out. Right. There's a weird past with this manner. The exams were weird. I'll also like, I saw my dad as a ghost. This was years ago. Years ago. Saw my dad as a ghost. Saw my dad as a ghost where she saw him at the foot of her bed and she's like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be on a business trip. And he just, she falls back asleep. And then next morning, her family is like, he died in a car accident last night. And we are meant to assume uh, moments before you saw his ghost. Right. So it's, you know, she saw a ghost. Right. So immediately, I mean, my brain would be like, oh, she wants me here for my ESP-ness. For my... ESP-ness. ESP-ness. Wow. That's great. Perfect. ESP-ness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that would be my first guess necessarily, just because she doesn't uh, like she believes that she saw what she saw, but mm-hmm. she's not like it is maybe not a, a defining characteristic of her life. And also when she shows up there, like for the very first time, um, it's under like super weird circumstances already. Right. Like, yeah, her mom and her new stepdad uh, like have just dropped her off and they're going to go on their honeymoon for like four months so long they're gonna be in europe forever i believe no no determinable return date right christmas maybe yeah they Uh, they do mention maybe seeing her at christmas right uh and like so she gets there and she's there a day early Mm -hmm. and uh so that means that there are no other students there at this time but there are just like a a handful of creepy staff people, including mm-hmm. what is the old lady's name? It's like Dolores. No, it's or... um, Lucretia. Lucretia. Yes. An yep. even older lady name than Dolores. Yeah. Lucretia. Yeah. Who is like only described as she's like the color gray incarnate. Yeah. Well, uh, they even say like she's gray when she opens the door. She, everything about her is gray. The, she casts a gray shadow. Yeah. Like she's a gray lady. lady. Um. So like this is all weird. It's, it's all weird. Mm hmm. So, like, I don't know that uh, that I blame Kit for, like, not putting it together that, like, the whatever she's experiencing is, like, connected to her ghosty experience. I only put those together because I have read the book Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> okay. Which is very different from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story is, like, about a bunch of people that are taken to this kind of haunted house uh, because the guy inviting them all like wants to figure out what's going on spooky ooky wise at this house. Oh, so he so, brings mm-hmm. people that have had supernatural experiences. Got it. So that's the only reason why I was like, oh, well, that's what it is. So you 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 were you were there already, like right away. Yes. Knew what was going on. Only because I've read it before. Sure. So if I were Kit and I had read Haunting of Hill House, I'd be like, oh, I'm here because of my supernatural experiences. <laughs> But Kit doesn't get that. She doesn't no. get it for a while. A really long time. Here's the thing that, like, I don't know how you look past this part. Um, the next day, the rest of the students arrive, mm. and it is three people. That was okay. Like, how? 
Yeah. And she's like, wow, what a small class. And I'm like, girl, girl, leave. that is not a small class. You gotta leave. This is not your abductees right now. Yeah. And when, okay, this is the other part too, where just from like a purely like contracts standpoint, when she's like, so, uh, this is a little later in the book. This is after, um, Natalie. Yeah. Natalia, Natalie. I think it's Natalie. Okay. Natalie, the like cook girl from the village nearby. Right. The only person, the only staff member who will talk to any of them. And who has like stayed there. All the other staff like starts leaving because it's too creepy. Right. So it's just Lucretia and Natalie. And Natalie's like, I don't know. I need the job. She's like, I just really need the job. Um. So then she leaves because um, according to Madame whatever, what's her name? I don't remember. Uh, uh The like headmistress okay. durette oh durette or, or possibly duray i don't know okay is it two t's or one one duray okay. so okay according to madame duray she's like natalie left because she's gonna get married and kit's like i don't think she's so never mentioned she's never guy. and she's like well also, now she needs the job she said so many times she needs the job right and then madame duray is like okay, well, now, like, we need somebody to, like, take care of the cooking and cleaning, so you will have to come up with a chores list, and you guys will have to start doing chores. At that point, I'm, like, even from, like, a, from a purely, like, mundane contract standpoint, yeah. if you send your child to a very exclusive boarding school, right, and then they're, like, by the way, like, there's no staff, and your child has to, like, upkeep the house also lucretia is undercooking the chicken, chicken undercooking unsafe. that is unsafe. not you can't just do that no. that's, that's not just bad that is no like, good no that is like the winds in yes. los angeles it's, it is going to make you sick yeah, it's gonna make you sick i'm surprised nobody got sick i'm i mean they sort of did everyone i mean was, they all went crazy <laughs> yeah they all went everyone crazy went fucking nuts <laughs> right so um so kit shows up she's like hmm it's kind of weird like there's me there's this girl, Sandy, who I really like. Right. Introduced as Sandra, but she also shortens her name. Yes. <laughs> and she is nice. Yeah. And then she Nice, meets... but not very well, like, characterized. Like, I don't... Mm, she's a nothing. I don't know that I can tell you anything about Sandy. I can tell you more about Ruth and Linda. Oh, for sure. Because Ruth and Linda. Oh, Ruth and Linda. The way that low dunk describes ruth it is, is so classic low dunk <laughs> that she's like i'm gonna pick one girl that i don't like so first of all she's just like this little fucking pig person she's oh, just yeah. like she's she is not all of her is round she she's, is yeah a ball she's a ball she is a uh, poor girl she has a little mustache she like is dark hair of course dark hair which means gross ew <laughs> She also, like, is rude and, like, very blunt. Mm -hmm. Very matter of fact. Yeah. And smart. Mm -hmm. But, like, no one likes her. Like, Ex Sandy's like, I do not trust her. Except for Linda. L-Y-N-D-A. Linda. 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 This is like a beautiful little wafling sprite. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Idiot. Total idiot. Total idiot. Does not, never, never understands what's going on in this book. No. Like, just never. She's like the, 
forgive me for making a Chris Pratt reference here, but uh, mm-hmm. she's the Andy Dwyer. Of sure, this group. sure. Yes, she is. She's like, she must be lovable or something because Ruth is like, I like Linda. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like never has any idea what's going on. No, even when they are like very clearly telling her what's happening, she's like, what? What? No, I just I just paint it. Yeah, I'm painting it. I don't know what's going to happen. And everyone's like, girl, girl, there's a ghost inside you. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know about that, but I'll just paint this. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's beautiful. And she's like, oh, my God, it's a vagina spurting blood. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? I can't wait till we get to that. Oh, God, (laughs) because there's some like messed up shit that happens later. Um, Okay. So first, they're like... We get these four girls. Oh, our class is small. Right. Guess what's even smaller, though, is the faculty. There's a Sigmund Freudish type teacher. Right. Who's got like a, a smart little beard. He's a smart little beard. I forget his professor name. I don't remember, but he teaches math. And science. And science. Because math and science is for boys. That's right. Also for boys' music. Yes. Also for boys' music. For hot boys' music. Hot boys' music. So very, very hot. Son of Madame Duray. Jules. Jules Duray. Now, this is a hunk. He's a hunky hunky. He has very slender fingers. Very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. He... <laughs> For what exactly? <laughs> unknown. But YA authors tend to really like these sexy guys to have slender fingies. He... He uh, he's a he's a little bit of a a, a dark boy, right? Like yeah. there's a mysteriousness about him, yeah. Because he's uh, he's an artiste, he's a musician. Mm-hmm. He just got back from conservatory. Oh yeah, he was at conservatory. And look, did you I, feel attacked? I did a little <laughs> because I went to a music conservatory. Yes, uh, and I don't I I don't think that I. Do I bring it up all the time? Like, it seems like he brings it up all the he time. He does bring it up all the time. He's like, well, he did just you get see, I, I was at conservatories. So. He reminded me of like right after someone studies abroad. Yeah, totally. And they're like, oh, I was over uh, abroad at uh, the pond. Oh, uh, you know, interestingly, when I was studying abroad, uh-huh. uh, I didn't have a uh, pig for uh, three months. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Little piggies for three months. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jules, he, he's talking about it like right. a recent study abroad mm-hmm. boy. Um, but the girls uh, all dig him. Yeah, everyone thinks he's really hot, and they make like little jokes about how hot he is. Yeah, and about and how like they all want to bone him. The only person that ends up taking his class is is Kit. Kit. Well, because the classes are are bogus. They're not classes. They are not classes. They just also, well, hold on. I, I want to stay on Jules for just yeah, one, yeah, yeah. One, one second. Um. Oh no! Uh, I lost what I was going to say. Okay, about okay, him. okay. Uh, they're not classes. They're not classes. Uh, it's only Kit and him. Jules, and everyone wants to. Oh, how old is this guy? That was my worry. Because like they are in high school. Yeah, I want to say they're like probably sixteen. Yeah, and he is back from conservatory. And she does make remarks like saying European. that he looks younger. Yeah, but also but yeah, he's, he's European. Be, but he's he's got to be at least twenty. Yeah. He's got to be at least 20. That was my... Is probably 22, 23. And all the girls just want to get up on him. Also, like, do you remember... Wait, am I hallucinating? I don't know. Am I hallucinating? Okay. Was there a part where he says to Kit, I wish that we had met under different circumstances? Because, oh, ew. I thought I was, like, having a nightmare about that. No, that that was real. Ew. Yeah, he does it very quickly. Yeah, he he would fuck her if uh, his mother weren't harvesting their brains yeah. for ghost talkings. Yes. Yes. So 
as somebody that studied music, would <laughs> yes, thank you. Would you please address me as such every <laughs> time here and out? Would you for the music, mm. like let a teenage girl be a host to a ghost until she goes crazy? Uh, so ghost host rhymes so well. Yeah. <laughs> That I might just for that. <laughs> no, so I mean, th- this is the the premise of of the book, right? Mm-hmm. Is that these people are uh, they are sensitive to like ghost um, uh, possession or something, and the ghosts of uh, artists and musicians uh, and artists uh, of, of various kinds um, possess them and make new work. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's like the whole the whole premise, and like that's what they're farming here is they're farming new classics. And like kind of the thing that Madame Dore does is that she's also kind of a medium, so she communicates with these ghosts and like sets up like pathways for the girls. Yeah. Where like it gets more and more like blown open yeah, as that's like right. more of more ghosts like talked through them. So then it just like it, there's a short fuse on these like. Basically, yeah, you burn out real fast. Yeah, and then you just months. go crazy, or you kill yourself, or Which is probably a result of going yeah. crazy, right? And it's just like ghost, ghost, ghost all the time, right? Uh, so this is the part where Jules' motivation makes no fucking sense to me. I know because I would say one of the things that is like the just art school in general, but music school, all that stuff. Like, there's a reverence for the classics, but also like. There is a neophilia in all art school where you're like, chase what's new, make new stuff, Mm -hmm. new, 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 new. Mm -hmm. And for him to be like so worshiping at the altar of like a new Schubert piece. Oh, my God. It's so fucking stupid. I know. I, I also don't know how you sell like a counterfeit piece music? of classical music i was just wondering that it's i was like how do you fucking do impossible. impossible you can't because here they they explained a way how Paintings. you can do a fine art painting right which i was like i guess i guess and also like why is he telling her this whatever that because Lodunk did some research is, yeah is she's why. like how do you counterfeit a right. painting she's got she there's a, an interview in the back of the book where she explains that like she had some artist friends who like walked her through it <laughs> oh i didn't read that part uh, she says, I don't know a thing about uh, a thing about painting, uh, but I'm fortunate enough to be a lifelong friend with the famous artist Betsy Sabo. When I want to uh, spell that S-A-B-O or sorry, it's Betty Sabo, not Betsy. Sorry. Um, uh, when I wanted information about using those forged paintings, I went I went to Betty. She described the entire procedure and then reviewed the manuscript to make sure I got it right. You'll notice the book is dedicated to Betty and her husband, Dan Sabo. Dang. I'm looking at some of Betty's artworks. They're nice. What do we got? It's it's not loading completely, so it's a little blurry, but they're fine. I mean, they're fine. Like, like, perfectly fine landscapes. landscapes. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's then, like, she's packaging these, Madame Dore is uh, packaging these as, like, rediscovered uh, Mm -hmm. ancient masters, classics, whatever, Mm -hmm. masterpieces. and then like selling them as like antiques yeah. or like high value things. Yeah. And like that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Um, and also like where do does that even make sense? Like did, does someone are are there like works of an artist that people yes. like just don't know about? Yes. Okay, so get this. Yeah. So there's um I I was reading about uh, I took a, a course in law school that was about um, art and pop culture. Yeah. And or no, I'm sorry. Those are two separate classes. One was about art and like um, just like the law of like art. Yeah. Um, and there is a so there's a difference between a forgery and a fake. 
Um, so forgeries um, are forgeries where uh, it's wait. No, I don't remember because I've heard this, too, that like one of them is like pretending to be a, a painting. Yeah, like a specific another, painting. And yeah. then one is like, this is a Van Gogh that we've never heard of before right and i believe that is a fake and a forgery is is the other where you uh so i'm i'm reading this well i'm reading this article that's actually kind of weird so let me see hold on uh is big, it one of these articles about you and i fighting it is and i Kelly, can't believe they keep coming get, up on my phone you gotta stop clicking on those links um so a fake is something that's not oh god i'm not finding that i'm sorry can someone let us know yeah please please let us know oh, you okay. can tweet that at us so, that's fine okay Hold on. So now I'm seeing here how to. This is a Sotheby's article. Thanks, Sotheby's. Um, how to? Or I'm sorry. This is a Guardian article. Perfect fake. The world's top forgery detective. Um, uh, that sounds like that's going to be a lot of reading. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one of these articles that starts with like the giant letter T, and then like the rest of the word in like regular case. It starts with the ra- the unraveling of a string of shocking old master forgeries began in the winter of 2015. Okay, already. When French police get... <laughs> appeared at a gallery in Aix-en-Provence and seized a painting from display. Um, okay, I think that a fake is... Yeah, I think... You know what? I think a fake... Because forge, right? You forge a signature. So that right. means you're copying it. Yeah. So I think a fake is like you just like make a random artwork that like follows this artist's style. Right. And then pretend that it is one of yeah. those. Yeah. So that can be a really like lucrative and successful like way to defraud people. Um and in order to do a really good uh fake, you have to be a very talented artist. Right. Because you have to be able to mimic not only an author's style but the feeling and the intent and all that right and presumably communicate like the same things that they were communicating Mm -hmm. like at the same level yes of expertise so like you have to be a master artist in order to do it and um i think there is a there is a documentary i think called f is for fake that kind of like talks about one of the biggest like art scandals of that which is like people it's just like factories of like people uh like creating these fakes um but so that's basically what this woman is doing. So like that part of it, I guess I can sort of buy mm-hmm. like that, that that is um, feasible enough. Um, the but, ones I can't understand. Yeah. The music. Impossible. And the literature. literature. I mean, how do you do it? I mean, do, you can't. You first of all, if if uh, if Schubert is writing new pieces of music and we can like produce a new menu, a new full manuscript of like a full. Yeah. Whatever. I. Are you presenting that as like a dis- rediscovered document? Or are you just trying to publish this music and uh, be like, well, it's by Schubert, so we know it'll be good and it'll sell? Like, no, composers are better now than they were, with very few exceptions. There aren't uh, like the the old masters and like the uh, masterpieces of the classical world are in part only great because they are the ones that like survive to now. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's it you know well and like it's the first of that kind right so then yeah. we see it improved upon and improved upon it's like when you read uh like when we read uh and then there were none yeah like agatha christie which is like it's fine it's i i think we've seen that story done and redone and redone so many times that now it's like if you if you re- sit there and read that now in today's world it's kind of like i guess it was fine it doesn't blow you away right it's also like 
sort of depressing too that especially when it comes to music um and i thought it was interesting that there weren't any like modern musical references in here that they're all like classical composers or that that's all we uh are um like privy to um but like you know uh kurt cobain like if he were alive today would he still be making good music or would he be would he like slouch into his 50s and like release some shit yeah, or get into like a weird experimental phase with like yeah. just I mean he was borderline in a weird ex- experimental yeah. phase with their second album. So like Yeah. Yeah, like it's it, there's just no guarantee that like any of these artists are going to continue to put out something that's actually worth that anyone would ever buy. I know. And I think so I think it kind of has to then be, right? It has to then be a fake. Yeah. It can't just be like, oh, look at this like music that I've created. Or like, look at this poem. Yeah, this poem. <laughs> uh, I guess what they would do is the same thing that they would do for the paintings, right? So let's say they get a mm-hmm. notebook, they would like age it up the way that they would age it and then like use ink that's like from that time. But I just like, how are they, there's like a whole like fencing process here where it's like, does she then like get this article to like someone in the home country of the creator and then like pretend that they discover it or like, how does she explain it being in her possession? coming across it. Yeah. Just over and over again. Does (laughs) she have a fence maybe? She must. She must have several all over the world. Yeah. That don't care about where the stuff is coming from and are just willing to authenticate it. But then, you know, they're taking a cut. Yeah, I know. It's just how much is she getting? How much is she getting? What was it she said she sold that paid for the manor? Yeah, the uh, uh, the the first painting that they're talking about, the like. No, it didn't end up being the painting. Oh, was something else? Kit thought it was the painting. Oh, was it was a set of novels or something? It was a set of novels. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So this is her plan is like, I'm going to, and then like, what are the ghosts getting out of it? Like they just get to create, I'm sorry, but that sounds like working for exposure. (laughs) Oh, totally. That sucks. Well, I mean, maybe they're working for the chance to uh, live again. Maybe that's basically the deal. They get to live through the girls. Yeah. Like how would you like to, you know, live in the body of a 16 year old girl for a couple nights while you get to write your last great masterwork? It sounds pretty good. It sounds okay. It's not, I mean, it, yeah, it sounds fine. I mean, they're stuck in this manner, so it's not even like you get to do anything cool. Are they stuck there? I mean, they're not able to leave because the gate's locked, but they don't even try. No, <laughs> I meant the ghosts. Oh, no, they uh, come there. The go- ghosts come there. Yeah, this bugged me too. Okay, so um, Kit at some point, you know, like everyone is uh, being possessed by these ghosts at night and it's like a scary thing and, you know, some they, they're tired and they're like sort of sick from all of this. Um, and then Kit one night is like, that's it. I've had enough. Um, uh, I'm I'm blowing everything, right? I'm going to let everyone know what's going on. Calls a school-wide meeting, which is eight people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and is like, here's what's going on. Stop doing this to us. Um, and then Madame Dre is like, well, we've uh, now that you know what's going on, uh, that's uh, enough of this. And everyone back to bed. And then they go back to bed. I know they go back to bed. I didn't get that. I don't get it either. And Kit she, says something later about like, oh, yeah, you know, I checked uh, I checked out the fence and there's like spikes on the top of it. Those spikes are real. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's locked. And I'm like, girl, what? Yeah. Huh? Find another way. Beat you up could... Madame Durette and take her keys. <laughs> yeah. There is something I think like, right, like they're that they're kind of compelled to stay because of supernaturalness. Like, yeah, that is true. Because they are also being like moved around the house by the ghosts. Well, too. And right. They're like not hungry anymore. Mm-hmm. They like. She like it's hard to fight it at a certain point where they're just like 
like they're lulled to sleep and then they're just like, oh, I want to not be possessed. And then they just end up being possessed anyway. Right. I guess we don't really know what anyone else's um, possession experience is like other than Kit's. Yeah. Like that's because uh, th- we see most of the book through her eyes, which I guess is also uh, not how we're used to reading Lodunk, right? Like Mm-mm. she she bops around um, mm-hmm. perspective characters. This one's all locked into Kit's head. Yes. Um, But like Kit puts up a fight. Yeah. Kit Gordy. Kit Gordy. <laughs> Kit Gordy does not want to be like tied down and Mm-mm. ghostified. Mm-mm. There was the one part. There were a couple parts in this book that I was like, "Ooh, this is a little scary." Mm. Um, when she's like in her room, and their rooms are beautiful. They have these beautiful, beautiful rooms, and she hears this scream. Yeah, and she's like, "Uh, what is that?" And then she hears it again, and also the creepiness of Madame Duray's like. Oh, I've given you keys so you can like lock your door on your way out. But the door is only locked from the outside. I love this detail because it is mentioned a million, a million times. times. At one point, I thought about texting you. Hey, I'm confused. What side of the doors are? <laughs> what side of the doors locked on? Because <laughs> she does mention it at every chance she can. Yeah. Anytime someone mentions door or key she's or like, room. Oh, speaking of the doors, the bedrooms, they only, only lock, lock from, from the, the outside. outside. And she's like, I wonder why that would be. Hmm, oh, well, time to go down to dinner. Um, but so she gets out of her room and she's like, here's the scream again. She's like, oh, and it's so dark. It's so dark. She feels like she's underwater. Yeah. And like when I had my concussion. When you had your concussion. Mm-hmm. Oh, down a dark hall. <gasps> so she goes down the dark hall. Yes. And she thinks it's coming from Sandy's room. And she like tries the handle or she knocks and no answer, but she can right. hear like kind of crying. She tries the handle and it's locked. And she's like, that's weird. Sandy couldn't have locked the door because she's inside. So somebody locked it. But then the door opens. I don't understand why it opens. It opens. She goes in very cold in the room. So cold. Extremely Always, cold. Look, six sense rules are in play. Yes. When a ghost is around, Ooh, it's cold. It's very cold. It's very cold. So it's extremely cold and she it's dark and she can't find the lamp. And <laughs> also, she, I love I love always when it's cold. Someone's like, who is the window open? I know every time. <laughs> Guys, just be like, it's cold. There's a ghost. There's around. a ghost. You know, a ghost exists. You've seen ghosts. Yes. You know. Also, when she was uh, like in her sleep and her dad shows up, she's like, oh, she it's was cold. cold. Oh, is the window open? So, dad, did you open the window? Um. So she's like. Uh, it's cold. Sandy, did you open the window? How could you? And Sandy's just like, no. I'm too scared. And then she turns on the light and then the feeling leaves that like someone was there. Cause she's like, I feel like someone's in this room. I feel it. There's a woman here. Her name Mm -hmm. is Ellis. Ellis is here. Yeah. Then she turns on the light. Ellis is not there, but Sandy's like sitting up and she's like, what? I feel strange. Like, She's like, uh, did you open a window? And she's like, no. She's like, because it's really cold in here. I just, I just, it's cold. <laughs> so like looking around the room, I'm like, is the window open yeah. or something? I mean, call me crazy, but is the window open? Because like if the window were open, that would explain the cold. <laughs> so then Sandy's like, I did not open the window. And she's <laughs> like, well, I guess I got nothing else to say. Um, and she's like, well, I feel a little spooked and. For, okay, so then Sandy's like, me too. And then they both go into Kit's room and they sleep in there. Right. I would be making those girls sleep with me every night. Totally. Because I would be too scared and I would be like, we just got to stay in the same room. There is really no point where 
the character like i guess until the very very end when like uh jules gets involved that anyone takes this seriously no like the whole time they're like oh man this really sucks and like Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're tired all the time and we're sick and we're not eating and ghosts are possessing us i guess uh we gotta just keep on doing it i know they never uh, that's kind of the thing that bugged me is that they never try to stage an escape yeah yes this is a movie is it starring Uma Thurman? What? At least that's what the Kindle store told me. I mean, we have to watch this movie. Yeah, I know. I almost, I was going to tell you, and then before we, and then I just didn't, and oh, I gosh. guess that's why we're fighting, according to this article. <laughs> Kelly, stop clicking on those links. They're, I'm beginning to imagine that they're making all their ad revenue off of you clicking on those links. It might be. I click them like 400 times a day. Kelly. Okay. Uma Thurman in Down a Dark Hall. It is a movie. My MDB is loading. Okay, great. Uh, so we'll revisit that later. Oh, here we go. October 16th, 2018. Wait, so it just came out? What's going on? What? What? Oh, it was straight to on demand? Well, we're going to have to look into this. Okay. Produced by what? Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> no. Produced by the author of the Twilight Saga. <laughs> What? <laughs> what and why? Anna Sophia Robb, Isabel Furman, and Uma Thurman. Who does Uma Thurman play? Is this is this this story? Yes, it's this story. It says written by Lois Duncan. That's crazy. Did Lois Duncan? Here's the thing. Maybe that uh, they're trying to push this down a dark hallway as a new movie written by Lois Duncan, but Lois Duncan's been dead. Her spirit is actually possessing oh my God. some poor young uh, screenwriter. Well, Lois Duncan is dead, correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay. It said it's based on the book by Lois Duncan. Oh, all right. It didn't say written by the ghost of Uma Thurman. Wait, no, Lois Duncan. <laughs> okay. Hello? All right. Am I okay? <laughs> Uma Thurman is alive. Uma Thurman's alive. As far as we know. As far as we know. We should watch the movie. Yeah. Who, uh, who would she possibly play in this? Uh, DeRay. I mean, I, she would have to. She would have to. Does she do a French accent, you think? God, I hope so. Who plays the hot son? Ooh, I mean, what I was seeing, because I wanted him to be like a, a, a moody, hot, low dunk boy, mm-hmm. is I was seeing um, Heath Ledger's character in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. Interesting. But, I was picturing yeah, the guy who plays Tom Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> who is that actor also good uh, i mean or uh you know sebastian stan uh yeah, 10 sebastian years ago stan. yeah that would have been great yeah 10 years ago yeah he's a little old now or maybe he's not <laughs> uh, i mean who cares <laughs> yeah maybe he just comes in as like a 40 year old man with like a uh, one one giant metal arm yeah yeah uh okay i'm looking up tom riddle actor just because you know it's gonna bug me um frank Ooh, really? What? That's what are he you, looks like. Are you now? seeing a picture? Let me see. Share. Wait, I'm sorry. Something's happening. Uh. Oh, okay. Oh, here, here we. He, he, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is way pictured. Okay, this is him in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Good. That would be good. Just because he's kind of scary looking. Again, though, this is ten years ago. This is ten years ago. All, at we, least we can only at we, least we can only cast these actors from like 10 or 20 years ago. It's because we don't watch things that come out now for teens. That is correct. Maybe someone from Fault in Our Stars or Love Simon. Sure, why not? 
Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> this movie is going to tank. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's also uh, in classic low dunk fashion, like not too much really happens in this book. I could see this being kind of like an art housey type movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of weird or if you just like weird it up a little more, like maybe totally. even something like Argento-ish. Yeah, that would be so good. Which would be really cool. Or it could be like a, uh, this could be like a Netflix series too. Yes, I could like, definitely see that. It could be eight episodes long mm-hmm. and like each one is just like one of the girls having a weird encounter with their ghost mm-hmm. and like you get to explore, you know, what the art of this artist would look like, what the songs of this mm-hmm. performer would look like. Um, like that, that could be cool. But mm-hmm. like just as a, as a start to finish like movie, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. So, okay. So then they're like. All this weird stuff's happening. We're not leaving. We don't try to leave. And maybe that's the ghosts, but I just wish that we were told that. Yeah. Or that like if it is a uh, metaphor for like people staying in abusive relationships when uh, everyone is like, why don't you just leave? Mm-hmm. That there, if there were any sort of emotional component, none of the girls seem like they are close to Madame DeRay or Professor Mann. Um, and like they're kind of horny for jewels, but like that's it. Yeah, or maybe even like there if there was some kind of lure to being possessed by a ghost. Right. Whereas like what's her name? Ruby? Ruth. Ruth. Ruth is the closest to that, I think. She yeah, likes she's having just, she's like kind of cool with it. Is she, all. Yeah, she's, she's, she's not like, into it. Yeah. She's like, I don't know, it's kind of neat. Like I got no problem with it. And she's like, oh, there's like I get to understand like cool math. God, she sucks so she much. She sucks. How fucking boring is that? Like, oh, cool math. I get to do cool math. Cool. Honestly. Okay. So then things kind of start turning, right? Mm -hmm. Because then they're like, we can't control who, what ghosts are going and where. That's right. So then. Some fucked up ghost artists. Yes. Start coming I want to know what is in that art. So. Is it the P-Jesus? You are not alone in wanting to know what is in that art. Or what is in the poem. The, the evil uh, yeah. poem, the evil I, French poem. I assume that both, uh, or the that the French poem was more just like erotica than anything else. Because they, so, they're embarrassed. That's so by embarrassing it. that they were like, I would never have such evil filth come from my pen. And it's just it's just like some slash fic. Like yeah. that's probably all it is. Yeah. Uh, so the the interview in the back of the book is with. Um, uh, Jenny Han uh, was talking to Lois Duncan. Yeah. And she says, I'm dying to know what was the French poem Sandy wrote all about? And did you have an actual painter in mind for the grotesques that Kit and Jules find so horrible? Lois says, sorry to disappoint you, but I don't know myself what was in them. I didn't want to start visualizing the contents because I didn't want them in my own mind. I can't even stand to watch a horror movie on television. I thought I'd cop out and let my readers imagine them for themselves. Do you know what it is? <laughs> What it's is it? Piss Christ. Do you know piss what Piss Christ. Christ is? I feel like I've seen Piss Christ. You for sure have. Yeah. It's, so it's a photo, which is a little bit of a cheat. It is a photograph. It's by Andres Serrano, mm-hmm. um, who is known for very controversial art, which to me, this does not seem controversial. It just seems kind of gross. Yeah, but you don't love Christ. I don't. I don't. It's a big thing with some people. It is a big thing with some people. Some people love Christ. It's true. And I can see how a person would get offended by this sure yes um so basically it is a 1987 photograph um it depicts a small plastic crucifix submerged in a small glass tank of the artist's urine it does feel so tame doesn't it like just compared to now yeah i don't know um oh 
in 2012, it went on display. Interesting. Still just a photograph of it or like the actual jar? No, no, no. It's just the photograph. Well, then who gives a shit? I know. I mean, we've seen, we've all seen photographs of terrible things. That's the thing. I think like this is before, well, when, when did I say it was? It was in 1987. So this is fucking before like 4chan. Yeah. 4chan. And, oh, and way before 8chan. Oh, God. I forgot that 8chan is a thing. <laughs> you, you're supposed to. Like it's it's delisted from Google, so like yeah, Google will never point you to something on eight chan, even if you are searching like all of the text, even if you are typing all of the text into a Google field, it will not take you to eight chan. Really? Yeah, I don't know I how. Mean, you, I mean, good assume, for the internet, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to hear what Andres Serrano was famous for? Sure. Pizza joints. Yeah. The- uh, okay, photos of corpses and his use of feces and bodily fluids in his work. So, just <sighs> that's his thing. Just that sentence is more shocking than yeah. piss Christ. Like the corpse thing is a little gross to me. Yeah, but the thing that super grosses me out is the fucking feces. Yeah, that's disgusting. I just, I, I, <sighs> interesting. <laughs> okay, so he, um. Kelly's lips are, are curling under her teeth. Sorry, she cannot I'm just, believe I'm what just she's reading, reading that he like was. Uh, so his, I'll just read this. Yeah. On October fifth, two thousand seven, his group of photographs called "The History of Sex" were on display, and several were vandalized at an art gallery in Lund, Sweden, by people who were believed to be part of a neo-Nazi group. Oh, I see. So the neo-Nazis vandalized his art. Yeah. Ah. It is okay. not sexual acts committed by neo-Nazis. By neo-Nazis. Okay. Because I could see vandalizing that. And not because it depicts sexual acts. Because but I don't what? like neo-Nazis. Oh, there's also Madonna and Child. And it's like little... I mean, I'm sure this is in P. <laughs> Can I tell you what I was imagining? I was imagining like two little snowmen made out of poop. With just like googly eyes on them. <laughs> <laughs> and it just being uh, named Mother uh, Madonna and Child. Mother and Child. That's funny. No, it's uh, just like more stuff submerged in P. I just honestly, I, I, I just it's, yeah. It's like do a, do a new thing, right? Like, like what is this? It also like so. Is that my my piss Christ? Is poo poo art? Uh, I but like I'm not offended. I'm just not, grossed out. Yeah, and you're, not you're just like I don't want to see that. Yeah. Uh, which also, I, I want like totally nothing different. to do with that individual. No, absolutely not. Okay, okay. You're on a date. Oh, okay. And it's first date. Okay, no, no, no. You've been dating this person. Okay, wow. You've just moved in together. Oh, okay. All right. And um, they... As we're moving in. Yeah. Together. They're moving in some of their artwork. Right. So you know that they're an artist and you've come to some of their shows. Right. But they're like, I just need you to be prepared because like, I do a little bit more controversial stuff. Like, oh, okay. Well, that that's cool. I can, I can, uh, I can hack it. You know what? Whatever. I can hang with anything. And they're like, okay, great. So they start moving in canvases of poopoo art so then so you know then that there's feces yeah just like lying in around your house. house in your house pink eye yeah gonna be a problem pink eye problem uh, um uh bugs yeah like there's i mean i be... think bugs lose interest right after a while do they <laughs> bugs love shit <laughs> i know but like don't they stop like don't like don't they just like move on or are they I, always I interested think in they it? They move on when it's gone because they eat it, right? They do. I think they eat it. They eat it. 
So like you got to do something to protect your shit art from bugs. Do you if is you, it lacquered? Yeah. Do you shellac it? I think that you have to. You'd have to shellac shit art. At which point I don't like I, at that point, I guess I don't care anymore because it's if like shit is on the other side of a protective layer. I feel like it's not shit anymore. Right. It's paint. Right. Just I, I think my concern is the process. Sure. What are you doing? How are you getting that? You're just pooping in a and like a, a paint roller tray. Yeah. And they're interested in it. <laughs> yeah. Like I would be like, I, this is seriously like I'm fighting back a gag right now. It's so disgusting. See, I feel like you could have a conversation with a person where you're like, what, why do you find this compelling? Why do you find it interesting? And if they can like support themselves in, in like any way, or even if they're just like, I don't know, I'm just trying to be dangerous right now. And like, this feels dangerous to me. Like, that's at least something I can respect. I don't know that I could continue to date them and yeah. have them in the home I live in. Yeah. But like... Okay, so if they're like, um, well, I just... Uh, uh, it's all... It's an act of Buffon. So basically, I am like taking this shit that everybody throws away, but it comes from us and mm-hmm. taking it and creating art and saying, this is you. And I want the world to see that they... You are what you excrete. Yeah, I guess. I got to really love this person. <laughs> yeah, you got to really. I mean, th- they seem insufferable. Yeah, no, that sounds. I mean, that. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that that's when you're just like, you know what? You can do this outside of the house. Yeah, just I know. I know we uh, spent the extra money to get the the extra bedroom. Yeah, this place that we just moved in together. Yeah, but like we're got to we got to turn that into an office. It's not a studio space for you anymore. Also, here's the other kicker. Mm. Each one of those sells for 500K damn <laughs> there's one? some pervert that's buying <laughs> your fucking partner's poo-poo art <laughs> i mean that sounds great i'm you know i'm like there and like maybe i can run their social media or yeah, something yeah yeah you run social media <laughs> like i just i can i can move these these shit paintings if yeah for 5k really? yeah 5k piece i mean come on come on i tell you what i'll, I'll shit in a paint can for yeah, that for that for sure. 5K? 500K. Oh, my God. Oh, Not 5K. Oh, oh. 500K. Look, if someone right now were to Venmo me $500,000 for me to poop in a paint can, yeah, I would do it. Who wouldn't? In a heartbeat, right? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Poop in a paint can, then what? You got to like uh, seal it back up and send it to them? And they pay for shipping. I'll pay for shipping for $500,000. Yeah. Ship it media mail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I think they'd ask you questions. They would ask questions. You gotta, you gotta, that's the shipping on that is going to cost you some money because it's hazardous material, it's human waste. Honestly, I think it's illegal to mail in the USPS. So you'd have to do like a courier. Yeah. So depending on where it's going. But I mean, honestly, I would drive halfway across the country to hand (laughs) hand deliver. No, for $500,000. Yeah. That's a lot of money. money. That's a lot of money. And it's really not that embarrassing to poop in a can of paint. No. As far as my imagination can play out. No. no. It would be fine. It'd be fine. Sorry for all the poo-poo talk, everybody. Um, I know it's very gross. That being said. <laughs> Sorry. So. So what is this painting that uh, that Linda does? Linda does uh, a, a painting by someone with a twisted fucking mind. Yeah. This is from the twisted mind of yeah. someone. Yeah. It's probably like Robert Rodriguez or something. <laughs> So it's a grindhouse. Yeah, that's right. Film well, in a painting. The the only thing that uh, Lodunk does describe with the painting is that uh, there is a uh, a woman and some torture device. Yeah, and she's 
either being tortured or doing the torture. Not clear. Not clear. But she's like screaming out. Right. And that's all we know. Which, I mean, like, sounds pretty tame. Does sound tame. I mean, like, that sounds like even maybe some like Renaissance art bullshit. Like, um, have you ever seen uh, the, uh, I think they use it in the movie The Cell, um, but there's uh, that painting of um, like the torture device where they like take your intestine and like, you know, cut your belly and like mm-hmm. pull out uh, some uh, the long intestine and put it around like a spool that like they wind <gasps> up and just pull it out of your butt. Oh like, my God. Like a little sausage. Like a little sausage. And they just keep pulling it out and you watch it happen and it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> presumably. Um, like that's some fucked up shit art that like exists. Yeah. And no one's like, oh, my, oh, my delicate. Th- the person who drew that is evil. That's right. Drew that. <laughs> 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 that was a direct dialogue from a uh, town hall meeting yeah. in uh, Saugatuck, Michigan. That's right. Whoever drew that is evil. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 that's the thing. A lot of that like old timey, like that shit from the dark ages yeah. is like, or even just like. Because that's the kind of shit they just did in yeah. the dark ages. That was life. Yeah. It was like, let's torture this person. Yeah. Every day it's like, let's put a cage on someone's head. Let's put some rats in that cage. Let's make the rats hungry. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like now, at least our generation is not easily like scandalized. Right. Look, we saw 9-11 happen. Yeah. We watched it on live TV. Yeah, we saw it on live TV. And now, now nothing matters anymore. There was like, you know, remember there's like shit like... We existed through the beginning of the internet where yeah. you could see something awful. I saw, yes, I yeah. saw some fucked up shit on the internet in like 2003. Yeah, totally. Cause that's when like uh, beheading videos yep. were on YouTube for like way longer than they should have been. Yeah. I, I saw I, so many just dis- like disturbing videos. Yeah. Of just like, just, you know, even just like videos of like, I'm not even saying like overtly sexual or overtly mm-hmm. violent, but just like, you know, like really weird videos, uh, either exploitive of people or like d- just in oh, totally. their private yeah. lives and mm-hmm. like just weird videos that people would make when they didn't realize what internet etiquette was. Yeah. And you would like see a part into their lives and it just felt very like voyeuristic and like kind of made me feel sick. Yeah. Um. So I think having experienced that kind of just makes us be like, okay, so what? Right. <laughs> Right. Like, so what? That, that, that artist isn't evil. They're just like, they're just painting. Yeah. They Who just cares? like want attention, I guess. Like, yeah. Like it feels more immature than anything else. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, it's like shock jock stuff or like shock comic stuff. Yeah, totally. Which I'm just not, I'm just not scandalized by that stuff. Mm-hmm. It is funny when people are like, oh, you know, are you offended or whatever? Like Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Like, No, I'm not offended. You're just boring to me. You're just boring or like you're being mean for no reason. Exactly. But I'm not scandalized. I'm not like, oh, dear, you've overwhelmed my sensibilities. I'm just like, I just don't want to hear you. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, the the, the, like the difference between like this offends me and like, I just don't want to have to deal with this anymore. Are, are two totally separate things, right? Like, I don't want to deal with, uh, you know, all kinds of um, art that exists in the world. And I'm not offended by it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, I don't, I, I, 
I don't need to take it in. Because offen- taking offense at, at something is very, I feel like my dad, when I'm growing up, used to take offense at many different types of art where he'd just be like, oh, that's just wrong. Sure. You don't do that type of thing. Yeah. Whereas like for me, I'm not like, oh, that's wrong. Or like you shouldn't create art like that. Mm. There are certain there things. There certainly are. Like yeah, animal as, cruelty. I think I'm like, that's wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't I don't, do I don't that. need it. I did. I mean, there is a, uh, I'll go out on a limb here and say that I, 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 I dislike a, uh, an act that floats around the LA improv comedy mm. uh, scene called Jetso, mm-hmm. um, which I find to be wholly offensive and mm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they are, they're popular because like the guys are funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it is, uh, it is one um, Japanese improviser and uh, another guy who pretends to speak Japanese. Yeah. Um, and the the whole set is like a game of gay chicken, mm-hmm. where like they keep just getting so close to almost kissing mm-hmm. each other, and like so it's it's racist and it's homophobic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this does actually. I, I guess I'm not like offended necessarily, but I'm like, I don't know why anyone derives enjoyment from mm-hmm. this, which if it feels different to me than being offended. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess you're, you're. I, I do feel offended by things, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's things just like violence, right? Right, or like, or like too many dicks, mm-hmm. or like too sexy, right? But more for me, you know, it's like, is this punching down? Yeah, totally. Is this? Uh, this was something actually that I was, uh, I was reading about. That someone was complaining, someone was like, how come there are so many, like, disrespectful, like, kind of harassy Deadpool cosplayers? Okay. And it's because they don't realize what Deadpool's really about. Yeah, totally. They think that Deadpool, and and then this whole thread kind of started going, Mm -hmm. where people are like, oh, so Deadpool doesn't just, like, do whatever he wants? And it's like, well, yeah, he does whatever he wants, but, like, what he wants is never to punch down. He doesn't cat call women and like he doesn't assault women sexually assault women (laughs) and when he does something that like is is that is a little bit punching down Mm -hmm. like he gets comeuppance for it like yeah i don't think anyone who is writing deadpool in like the modern era is uh like writing him as a like straight out hero right like right he is in some ways a deplorable human being Mm -hmm. and like that i mean it's it's the same fucking shit as like you know fight club or like clockwork orange where it's like the you know all all these things where there are uh the characters who are vile pieces of shit or who have these ideologies that are awful they sound like they're free or like they have revolutionary ideas but like it's not it's just like a petulant little temper tantrum Mm -hmm. uh, like pushing back against some perceived authority that like no one on the creation end thinks this is cool or this is right. Well, it's exactly like um like Mad Men or um Rick yeah. and Morty. Yeah. Where it's yes. like there is a there is a group of fans who mm-hmm. are like, I wanna be like Rick. And it's like no, no one thinks you, you should fucking be like Rick. Or when they're like, Oh, Don Draper's amazing. And it's like nobody fucking likes Don Draper. Yeah. Like Don Draper hates Don Draper. Don Draper has all the money, all the success, yeah. all of the creative fulfillment in the world he could possibly want. Mm-hmm. And he is the most unhappy person on that show. Yeah. So like, you don't want to be Don Draper. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You pretty much don't want to be anybody on that show. Mm, Maybe this, Peggy during certain parts. 
And maybe, okay, Lane only when he punches Pete Campbell. I was also going to say Lane. <laughs> but not later. Not Lane. later when he kills himself. Yeah. And like it suffers a lot of depression in the interim. Right. But right when he's punching Pete Campbell. Oh, man. Best part. We are all Lane Price. Oh, oh it's so good. For sure. I would say o- the only person we don't want to be more than Don Draper is Pete Campbell. Definitely don't want to be Pete, Pete Cam- Campbell. Pete Campbell fucking sucks. He sucks. Soup to nuts. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. Doesn't know what he wants, just knows that he's unhappy. Right. Very bad. Very well acted, but very bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very bad guy. Great character, bad guy. Tons of well performed characters, (laughs) but just fucking awful. Awful, awful, awful. (laughs) Pete. Pete. Um, but okay, how do we bring this back to the book? Uh, Oh, okay. So that was uh that was gonna be my question is what if the uh French poem mm -hmm. that they're reading that um uh sandy wrote mm-hmm. um what if it's just super racist what if that's, that's what i wonder <laughs> is it just like a like tintin goes to the congo yeah maybe i mean i i would i would think it would have to be even more racist than that right like tintin goes to the congo is racist in like a, a tone deaf way right it's and, not yeah. yeah it's like racist in a it was not written today way <laughs> right. yes yes um yeah whereas this could be racist in a, it was written today yeah by some alt-right troll yeah I do think it did seem to be like an erotica type it of did, thing, right? Which I mean, it's there's... just their reaction to it is so like, how could you have written this? Yeah. Well, and there's there's no sex in this book, none whatsoever. Like, we, sure, Jules is hot. Yeah. No one's arguing that Jules isn't hot. Mm-hmm. But like, it ends there. Yeah. There's there's nothing with that. It, it, the, uh. Oh, so her thing, Kit's thing, yeah, is music. Mm-hmm. So musicians come. Oh my God, Schubert is the first one. Oh my God! And so the way that they do this is the ghost goes in her. She like sleepwalks over to the piano. <gasps> well, not not just like to the piano in her room. There's no, no piano. No, no, in her no. Room. no. To She's the piano. Go downstairs. Down the dark hall. Down the dark hall. <laughs> Find the like music room. Yeah. Uh, and Jules is just sitting there, I guess, every night, just yeah, waiting. miking up the piano. Yeah. <laughs> recording it. You think it's not normally mic'd? I think, no, I think he has okay, to mic great. it up every night. Great. Because otherwise, it's like, why is all this recording equipment there? You never record me when I'm playing fucking chopsticks. Yeah, that's right. Or what? Maple. Yeah, maple leaf rag. Maple leaf rag. <laughs> whatever the fuck she's whatever, playing. Whatever awful. Because she's no good at the piano. Okay, does she even get to like invention number one? This I is mean, some prob- inside. Probably not. Really? That is a very easy song to play. Well, eventually they just stop doing music no, lessons. Here's all pretense of classes stops after like two classes. That's right. It's like uh it's like the third issue in any X-Men arc mm-hmm. <laughs> that starts at the Xavier School. Uh-huh. Like the first two issues, you're like, oh, they go to some classes, and then after that, they like don't go to any classes. They're like, no one cares about the classes anymore. <laughs> no we gotta just do like X-Men stuff. Right. Like um, the idea of a school for yeah. mutants is cool, but like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember always wishing, I remember wanting desperately to be at Xavier's school for, um, man, it'd be so cool. Whatever. Gifted people. For gifted. Yeah. Youngsters. Yeah. It's is youngsters, that right? Is it? that I right? Is. I feel like it is. I think it is youngsters. And I remember getting, um, this game on, was it PS2 where it was X-Men Legends? Yeah. And I was obsessed with that game. Mostly because you could like collect different characters and different outfits for the different characters. Yeah, and I yeah. love that That's kind so of cool. aspect. Um, but then there was also like you got to run around 
in the mansion. Kelly, can we play Marvel Ultimate Alliance three yes, together I when it comes to out? I loved that game. Yeah. I loved that game. I've, I've, I mean, because they're very Diablo-like, right? Yes, it's yeah. uh, from above awesome. four characters, and then you get to like loot and like level them up and stuff. Yeah, which is very fun. Yeah, I love doing that kind of stuff. And collect some costumes and collecting some costumes. Versions. I oh, hope. Yeah. Oh man, I hope. I gotta get me a Wolverine in that yellow spandex. Mm-hmm. Give it mm-hmm. to me, dude. I remember. Um, I can't remember if it was. So X-Men, there's X-Men Legends, and then there was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Right. And then there's a second one of those. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, Civil War. Is it Civil War? Yeah, it's the Civil War Civil War time uh uh storyline. And I think, I think that's what it was. And I remember I got it. I was so obsessed with it. I got it both on Wii uh-huh. and on PS. What would that have been at the time? Uh, two slash three. It was yeah, around that time. Three. Yeah, no, I guess uh, three. They, they they came out at like exactly the same time. They both came out in November. Okay. Of oh, you know what it was? I think I seven. Six? I think I didn't have a PS3 at the time, mm. so it would have been I got it on PS2 and I got and then oh and then they released it again on uh, perfect. Makes I want to say yeah. Switch, but it's we. Um, but the story, the, like the gameplay and even the story was like pretty different. Oh. Between the two platforms, it was very weird. Um, but, but I remember, is, is there a part in it where you're in the Xavier School? Is that what you not were? in there okay. for X Men Legends? You oh, are. Oh, sorry, yeah. So in X Men Legend, in Legends, you are, and it, I just remember like running around and thinking in, in my head, like I wish so badly that this was real. Because <laughs> it seems like the building is so cool. All it's of your really teachers cool. are fucking superheroes. Yeah, and you get to go around like th- like three floors. So there's like the upstairs, which is like the bedrooms and then there's like the common areas and then the basement with like the um with um the with the danger room yeah and danger room room too you got so that was like the training levels you would do the danger room and then um i remember you could collect so like five to six costumes per character that's so good uh, phoenix had like the best ones of course Really good costumes um really cool but yeah we should totally play it have you ever played um bully it was a no, si- similar that. era of game, but you're like, yeah, a, I, it's a rock star game yeah. and you like attend a private school. If they did a bully, but at the Xavier school, cool. that would be the best. That'd be so shit cool ever. That'd be really cool. Get on that. Someone, someone, someone. I think Weiger used to work on or uh, he did. He has worked well, on games. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was X-Men Legends. Do we need to get Weiger in here? Yeah, we need to ask him. <laughs> Pull him in and be like, hey. Did you work on X-Men Legends? And I know you've gone so far away from that now. Yeah. But can you make this idea happen? Yeah, just make it happen. <laughs> just make it happen. Um, But yeah, so uh, uh, the book. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out a way. Uh, you, I think a bully game set at this school would be boring. Well, yeah, because like half the time you can't even do anything because you're a ghost yeah you're not a ghost there's a ghost in you oh we were talking about how kit's uh possession like takes place so she walks all the way down the hall right and then jules just like sits there Mm -hmm. while he records her right and then he makes the idiotic mistake of like blasting this schubert sounding song and just like sitting and listening to it with his back to the door very bad move no invest in some headphones yeah seriously not expensive 
But I mean, I also have no idea how the finances of this place work because they they had to buy this place, which I know motivated seller. So sure. like it was probably cheaper. Sure. It's, uh, you know, outside city limits. So yeah. like, you know, it, they probably got it for a song, but they had to repair a bunch of it because yeah. there was a fire. There was a fire, a legit fire, like legit fire. Like people died in that fire. But then they also had a staff that they had to pay. pay. I know. But then. And only four fucking students. Yeah, four students. But you know what? She's selling all that fucking art. I guess, but it still seems crazy to me. And books. And books. Gotta sell them books. Can't sell new classical music pieces. I'm sorry. So how does this all get resolved? So she... Oh, also, side note, she's been writing letters to her best friend and parents, and they have not been getting to them because... Professor Sigmund Freud with the tiny little beard. That's right. Smart little beard. Who may or may not also be John Hammond from Jurassic Park. Yes, I was getting that vibe. (laughs) Is like supposed to be delivering the mail, which I was like, you, when she is so stupid and receives a letter from her parents and her best friend who are like, how come you haven't been writing? And she's like, I write every week. When she's like, that's weird. I guess it's just getting lost in the mail. I was like, how, how can you think that? Well, and this is another thing that like Lodunk over explains because like mom is Mom is like, oh, you've got our itinerary. You should just be, you know, you should be mailing those letters a couple places ahead. Oh, international mail. Like, you have to send it care of American Express. What does that even mean? I do not know. What does know. it mean? Hold on. Okay. I'm going to you... send something care of American Express. And this is the updated version of the book. So like there must be, this must still be a thing that is true now. Like I could, if this was still like something, you know, like a 70s, a relic of people traveling around in the 70s, yeah. I would buy it. Um, but send it care of American Express? I'm also just not seeing information on that at all. I'm mostly just getting ads for American Express. Okay. So unknown. I think maybe it was just like, maybe, okay, maybe she booked everything with American Express. Okay. And so American Express knows where she is. So if you just send it to like parents care of american, american express, express they will forward it they it goes to where it goes <laughs> yeah and then it bills it to the american express card i guess that would make sense that's sort of a a mobile american express p.o box mm-hmm. i mean it seems like a good idea yeah it does seem like a good idea yeah so anyway this professor guy is not mailing these things no obviously obviously and also when Kit confronts him on it and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just keep the, the ones that have any reference to this place being super creepy. Like he doesn't even I know he doesn't like hide it or um, it doesn't even sound like he's being confrontational about it. He's just like, oh, yeah, no, I don't. send those. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, I wouldn't send the ones where you said that you were experiencing strange dreams. Of course. And she's like, huh? OK. <laughs> she's not like, no, I insist that you send yeah. it. She's like, no, but that's like the important stuff. I need people to know that. The rest of the shit I don't care about. Yeah. How was your day? Who gives a fuck? Who gives? Because it's going to be several days later by that point. Nobody cares. I did like in the modernization, they just took care of it. No cell phone reception and no Wi-Fi. No cell phone, no no Ethernet even. Not even. They bring it up. I know. So she's like, I loved the line where she's like, just think of your laptops as if they're word processors and that's all they can do. Okay. Yay. Yay. By the way, there's no wireless printing in the house. You have to (laughs) connect physically to the printer. Also, she's like, I don't believe in the internet. I believe that we should do research from books. Guess what? There are books on the internet. I know. Also, when I was a kid, I used to watch uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, the game show. Great. And they had this one part where they were like, what's faster, researching on the web or looking in an almanac? 
And then they had two kids try to defeat each other in like quick That's research. That's great. I do not remember that. I love it. <laughs> but it was at a time where the internet was pretty slow. Oh yeah. The like, internet was super slow. slow. Yeah. So it was pretty close. And I I might even dare a guess and say that sometimes the Almanac won. Oh, totally. That's what uh, the computer game Carmen Sandiego was for, mm -hmm. was selling Almanacs. Cause it really? Because it came with an Almanac. It did. I remember that. So you would have to have it with you almost always for the like flags of the world thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, she flew away on a plane flying a flag with a blue dot in the middle. Yep. And then you had to like go in and, and look, look it up. I remember that. Yeah. That I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's the only, and probably why they've not staged a like Carmen Sandiego like comeback game. Cause like you can't sell an almanac now. You could probably do like an in intranet. What do you mean? Like oh. closed, um, mm. they would just create a database like Encarta, yeah, Encyclopedia Encarta. I guess, I guess you could do that, but also like you wouldn't need to. You no. would just because also you could just look things up on the computer. Exactly. Um, it does encourage, I guess, inquisitiveness. Yeah. I remember one time, me and my sister, uh, we were visiting my grandparents, and they had hooked up our old Amiga. Yeah. That we had when I was a kid, and so this was like kind of recent. I mean, not, I mean, it was 10 years ago, but whatever. Right. And That's we were still, like, yeah. it's still recent compared to an Amiga. When the Amiga was out. Yeah. Um, And we played Where in the World of Carmen San Diego on it. Wonderful. And we were like, let's just see if we can, f is there a finish to this game? Oh, I don't think there, there is. There is not a finish to the game. Like they just keep throwing cases yes. at you. And you can keep updating your like rank or whatever. And you just keep going forever. That's crazy. That must mean that there's like a randomized element to it. I mean, I, I guess you probably do encounter the same like you go to the same places a lot. Yeah. And like get the same kinds of questions mm -hmm. a lot. Man, wild. Yeah. I wish there was a, a modern where in the world is Carmen San Diego game. And I don't want like a weird mobile game that's going to take all my money. Yeah. I don't want a freemium game. I get pissed at freemium games. Yeah. How is uh um. Oh, oh, what's his Austin name? The Austin the Butler. How's he doing? He's doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's here's the thing. He do your listeners know about Austin and? Oh, actually, I'm not sure if they do, guys. I've been playing this game called Homescapes, where my Homescapes heads at. Um, it, <laughs> it is a puzzle game that's like Candy Crush, except like part of the reward, I guess, <laughs> is that like you are a friend of a butler named Austin mm -hmm. who has moved home to his parents' house, who are very old. Right. And they their house is huge, like a mansion. And he's like, I can't retire. I just I, I, idle hands. All he knows is buttling. Yeah. So he's got to buttle his parents' house. And they're like, we just want to sell the house. It's too big for us to handle. And he's like, I'm going to put up curtains and you'll change your mind. <laughs> and he does. And they're like, wow. But wow, like, it's so much better. They're like, but we still want to like get rid of the house. And so he just. It's like it's a race against the parents. So now I've upgraded his bedroom, mm -hmm. the living room, the like foyer area and the family room and then like this part of the kitchen. But there's like still a garden and like other rooms. Bro, you got work to do. You and Austin got some work to do. Yeah. Austin's got a lot of work to do. So I've been playing that. I refuse to spend any money on that game. Perfect. And then I've also been playing this game called Raid RPG, which is like, it's just one of those like um, uh, idle idle rpgs where yeah. you can like where you need to like wait real world time to like charge up something yeah you have to yeah. get energies and stuff and then also like you you can like level up your 
characters by like feeding other characters to them so you would like level them up yeah sure it's just like a whole thing of like leveling and like it's a lot of grinding yeah but like that's that's fine for like a phone game you know that's the thing and you can actually set it on auto so it can grind for you oh that's nice but so i was doing that for a while and like basically i'd like set up my things and then i'd press auto and then it would go and i've been playing this game for like months and i've been playing it while micah and i are watching something on tv and finally i'm like do you even know what I'm doing on this game? Like, what to you do you think I'm doing? And he's like, you set up fights and then you watch them? And I was like, basically, Kinda. basically, yeah. Kind of. I set up fights and then I watch numbers get bigger. Yeah. 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 That's all most role-playing games are. Yeah. I got to get back to that. Like, um, I there was a long time where I was playing Simpsons Tapped Out. I was playing that too and then I got tired of it. Yeah. Uh, and there were also, like, there were just too many, like, little story sections that, like, weren't funnier that I, like, didn't yeah. like. Um. But having a game like that on my phone uh, is just so much better than, you know, when I've got a minute and just like going on Twitter and then because then I, I can be on Twitter for fucking yeah. ever. Yeah. For and me like too. Simpsons tapped out. I can get bored with it in. Or you run out of seconds. your energy or whatever. You run out of shit and you're like, okay, yeah. then I'm done. I, I'm also doing a game called Klondike, mm-hmm. which is um, um, I have to I'm like a. a Look at the cute little cover of it too. Missy, <gasps> like you're an adorable a little, little dog. And then also a listener uh, clued me in on Castle Cats, and it's an <laughs> idle RPG where you're different types of cats. So that's really cute. And then I also play Raven Hill, which is like, um, Girl, you're hit- working a lot of mobile games right now. I know. Well, so I don't play them all all the time. Right sure. now, I'm only doing pretty much Raid, Klondike, and Homescape. Homescape. I was playing this game called Cooking Madness. That game made me fucking crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> that game is crazy. It's, like, very stressful. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. But now it's, like, gotten too hard and I refuse to spend any money, so I'm just not going to play it anymore. Yeah, totally. I've been... It, most of my, like, idle game time has just become Tetris 99 time. Yeah, yeah. On, on Only on Switch. Only you can do it at home because, like, the Switch can't, like, go with you and be connected. <laughs> um, but, man, at, at the... The just simple like reward loop of yeah. playing Tetris is so fucking good and so chaotic. And that game's just amazing. Like I I don't really feel like I need any other games. Yeah. Just give me more Tetrises. I like the whole thing of like doing a rote task mm-hmm. that presents you with like a false set of rewards. Yes. And then it just makes you feel productive. Cause I think even in my idle time, I need to feel productive. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So to me. I'm like, okay, well, I need to like level up my characters. Or I need to like whatever. And like with like something like Tetris too, it's like you're just like, okay, well, I beat this. Like that's cool. Right. Or you like know? I did something yeah. cool. Or, you know, just like you get those uh like little hits of like endorphins of like Tetris. Yes, great. Mm-hmm. Now I now I don't have to hate my life for like a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay, if you were possessed by a ghost, mm-hmm. what talent would you want to have? Um, I could see the music thing being cool. Music thing is cool. The music thing. And like, I definitely don't want to be possessed by writer ghosts because I feel like they're going to bring all of their depression and bullshit mm-hmm. and self-doubt mm-hmm. in, in, into me. I don't need that. Also, uh, if it's all ghosts from around the world, I'm going to be writing in languages I don't understand. And then you can't even enjoy what you're writing. Right. Um, so get that out of here. Also, I don't want to, I don't want to paint. Mm. That, that doesn't sound like fun to me. Too messy. Uh, well, yeah, definitely too messy. But also, like, I don't find myself particularly, um, like, engaged or inspired by, uh, like, 
painting and like fine art kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would be uh, excited to be possessed by uh, comic book artists. That'd be cool. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, by the ghost of Jack Kirby. That'd be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I think music would probably be for me. What about you? Um, well, I I like painting a lot. Mm-hmm. I um, uh, used to do oil painting a lot. Uh, although none of my paintings are in my house. They're all at my parents' house. Hmm. I'm a decent painter. I would not have guessed this about you. Really? I mean, not that not that I'm like, yeah, Kelly doesn't paint. But yeah. just, I never, I, we never talked about it before. Yeah, it's, I don't really, yeah, I don't know. I don't really talk about it much. But hmm. um, yeah, uh, I've done a couple like reproductions of paintings that I really like. And huh. then um, like I did a couple hoppers and I did uh, um, a Van Gogh, the cafe one and then um that's so cool i want to see these well they're at my parents house well i'm not going they're okay there. and then i'm I, not I've going done, to your parents house <laughs> yeah you're not gonna go to my parents i'm not house. gonna do that uh and then i've done like animals and stuff i was like really into birds cool yeah i was really into birds i have a painting of a red bird sitting on a little branch yeah i mean that's classic that's great yeah in the winter time classic i was fine like it was when i was a teenager i think if i picked it up now Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what I would want to be? Because I love it and I'm actually pretty good at it is sculpting. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Like being a sculptor, like I'm pretty good at ceramics and stuff and yeah. like physical arts. Also, that, like. that feels very like tactile. And, yeah. yeah. And that would be just really cool. Like you could make some pretty cool, like imagine too, like, and this is the messed up part is that I'm like, I want that deranged person to be in my mind. Yeah. I want to make yeah. a horrifying sculpture. Totally. And then like, snap out of it and be like what yeah oh my god it's a ghost eating a pumpkin um <laughs> boy that very is scary. fucked up very fucked up scary. Kelly, how dare you summon that image on this show a ghost eating a pumpkin get the fuck out of here with that uh, let's talk about piss christ some more <laughs> yes. um but the, the like this would be such a cool way to be driven crazy like if you reach a point in your life where you're like okay that's it I don't need to live anymore. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm no longer attached to the idea of being alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and be like, I'm just going to open myself up to ghosts who will drive me insane. Mm-hmm. And then I die. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah. Because then you're, you know, like you're just communing with ghosts a lot, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you get to meet a lot of new people and you get to create some really cool art. Do you think that there's like a way that this communing with ghosts works where like it doesn't drive you crazy? Cause like, uh, obviously kit is resisting it mm-hmm. right like kit doesn't uh she doesn't want to be possessed by ghosts she's making it clear from like the beginning um but like uh madame deray she's doing something with these ghosts right i think here's the thing you got to let these girls get hip to what's going on yeah because i think deray she can talk to these ghosts all day long yeah she doesn't let them possess her i mean maybe that maybe that maybe the, the ghosts get the too greedy mm-hmm. but maybe you do like training like occlumency training basically yeah totally where you like can learn how to create shields and be like okay enough is enough like you're allowed to be in here for like an hour a day right and you get to choose who goes into your like consent mm-hmm. i think you that just, would yeah that would be huge and then like you could you wouldn't have to burn these girls out after three months it's not a so good short. investment no. roi very low no, roi very low roi um yeah i i think you she has to be Everybody has to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Ghosts included. Ghosts, yes. girls, ghosts. and Duray. There needs to be like uh, some sort of go-between who explains to the ghosts like, look, 
This is an exciting opportunity, and it's easy to get carried away. You cannot get... Do not fuck this up for us, mm-hmm. other ghosts. Well, because they're going to run out of girls. Yeah, you're going to run out of girls. Yeah. So then... Um, so they like are like, oh, dang, Linda's like fucked up because she's creating these like messed paintings. Right. But also, Linda's been fucked up for a while. She's not eating. She's like not even coming out of her room ever. No, which is, remains locked from the outside. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, uh, Kit is like, Jules, you need to get us out of here. And he's like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. We're doing important work here. And she's like, can you just like look into what happened to the other girls at the other schools? Because your mom has had schools in three different countries. And they all closed. So what happened? So like, and you know, she has files. Go read the files. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, you know, maybe I'll ask her about it. But like, I'm what not going to re- I'm not going to read those files. Idiot. He's a dumb fucking idiot. And you know what I love hmm. is that at this point, Kit's like, I don't know why I thought he was hot. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. And she just like the idea of being with him romantically like leaves at that point. She's like, you can help me get out or not. But like, you're not hot to me anymore. Although this does just like nail down the betrayal of low dunk, not delivering a low dunk boy. Yeah. He is low dunk boy only for the beginning of this mm-hmm. book. Latter half. She's like, no, your low dunk boyness is revoked. Yeah, revoked. You're just like. A nothing. Yeah, you are a nothing. You're just like a spindly-fingered weirdo yeah. that nobody likes. And all you do is like secretly record women playing piano. Ew. <laughs> so one night the power goes out. Yes. Because uh, a storm's a brewing. Yeah, it's getting very stormy. Um, And they st- it starts with uh like the wind, right? Ooh, scary like today. Just like today. And like the couple days around today. Hold on, I want to find... Because the I believe the chapter starts... Uh, yes chapter 17 that night the winds came yay <laughs> far and thin at first like quarrelsome children arguing in the distance and then closer shrieking and crying in high shrill voices in the branches of the trees outside the fence they made their way to the doors of the blackwood and tried to get in she's a good writer she's a great writer she's a really good writer i would suggest reading this book it was good i liked yeah, it i agree um it wasn't one of my favorites it wasn't oh you know what actually there was one part that i did think was kind of sad what's that it was like sweetly sad it's later it's mm. um so the storm's happening, right? Right. Oh, storm, storm, storm. Storm, storm, storm. How does the fire start? So there is how does oh, so okay. Uh, uh a tree knocks out the power. Yes. So we're we're no power, we're windy, uh rain, 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 thunder, lightning, all all that storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a storm. It's storm. A storm. I don't Classic need to storm. describe it anymore. It's a storm. Yeah, we got it. Uh there's a fireplace, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh, there, uh, things are getting like hot and heated. They've already been in uh, Duray's office and seen the uh, fucked up um, paintings, mm-hmm. and they've seen the the files. Surprise! All the girls go insane or kill mm-hmm. themselves, um, and so like they're all just arguing about it in the living room again. It's another, and now Jules is on their side. Jules yeah. is like, "I'm going to take these girls out of here," and Duray's like, "No, you're not." And for some reason, he's like, "Well, we're going to find a way." Instead of like. Again, just like clubbing her over the head and like leaving. Yeah, he should have just beamed her on the head or... No violence in this. Yeah. Either he should have gone like full on loco and like bonked her and then Mm -hmm. took the girls away or fucking lie to her. Like when he's, when she's like, yes, you're gonna, uh, he's like, I'm gonna take them away. I was like, what are you doing? Don't tell her that. No. Yeah. Be like, it's okay. We talked it out. We figured out. We're we're cool now. Yeah. We're cool now. Go to get, go to bed, mom. Yeah. I'm gonna board up the windows or something yeah and then leave and then leave in the dead of night take professor man's car yes. and just ram the gates Ram the gates you'll get through ram the gates because come on what yeah. kind of gates are these just not come on yeah 
you can get thrilled for sure. But so Kit is like, oh, yeah, well, any great piece of art that you make me create, I'm just going to rip up and throw into the fire. And that's and uh, DeRay's like, no, certainly you would never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> she's too, like, it's see, too important. See this notebook full of Schubert and others. <laughs> others. Uh, uh, oh, no. The poem. Yes. Yes. This oh, highly, uh, this highly poem. flammable uh, poem manuscript. Yeah. Right into the fire. Foop. And then it explodes. It explodes. And then this place is a tinderbox. Oh, right. Because everything's so old. Everything is Goes up so into flames. Old. And old things burn. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's the way. That's just one of the Young things. Young things boil. Old mm-hmm. things burn. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's on my family crest, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a horrible storm outside. Yeah. And uh, then there's fire. Fire fire, 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 fire. And Jules is like, this is it. We're all getting the fuck out of this house. And <laughs> they all get out. They all get out. And then they, and then and they're like, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Shit. Linda's, Linda. Linda's still in her room. And Linda's like, la 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 la, painting still. Right. Or vomiting or whatever. Who knows what Who she knows? does. Uh, and so they're like calling up to her room, being like, Linda. Oh yeah. Linda. And Kit is like, I got to go up and get her. And R- R- Ruth is like, she's good as dead. Yeah. You're going to be good as dead, too, if you go in there. So we just got to go. And they have this conversation for 37 minutes. For 37 minutes. <laughs> it's for fucking yeah, Kit, ever. Kit is like, no, but I should go and like. And Ruth's like, well, you're going to die. And then Sandy's like, I hate to be on Ruth's side because, as you know, I detest her. Right. But you're going to die if you go in there and we should just let Linda die. But Kit, she's the hero. She Kit can. Gordy. Kit Gordy. Kit Gordy style. She runs up them stairs. She goes. She goes and she's like, oh, right. The doors, say it with me now, lock, lock from, from the, the outside. outside. <laughs> so she can't get in to rescue her friend. Right. But she does like shout and bang on the door. And like Linda's like, huh? This uh, the, Also, this interaction, another 37 minutes. Yeah. Forever, forever of her trying to convince Linda like to jump out the window. She's like, go out the window. And she's like, what? What? Why is it so bright outside? Why can I see oh my, my God. friends? And outside? she's like, "You are possessed by a ghost." And she's like, "But I do the paintings." And she's like, "No, okay, you're. Uh, how but do I? How do I start this?" Very good, and you're very pretty, but yeah. you're not. You're not doing these. Jump out the window, stupid! And she's like, "Okay," and then she doesn't hear anything anymore. Right. So she's like, "Well, I guess she jumped out the window." So Kit's like, "All right, great. I can abandon my post at the door here. I'm going to go outside." Uh, except surprise, the stairs of burned down they're engulfed in flames or something something then who shows up oh my god oh my god daddy goes daddy goes this is a part where i was like oh yeah dad's here i i liked that part i liked it too and i like that it was a you know established early that like this is a ghost that she sees Mm -hmm. um and you know was your clue into uh, exactly what was going on in the whole book (laughs) and i wasn't like oh okay time to wait for dad to show up i had actually kind of forgotten yeah me too so I liked that when he comes back, I was like, dad. And also like he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like give her any information she doesn't have or anything. All he does is like appear and tell her like, you can do it. I know. He's like, get your act together, Kit. Make us Gordy's proud. Yeah. Do it the Kit Gordy way. And then he's just like, just go down the stairs. It'll be fine. And she's like, but they're fire. Yeah, and he's like, I don't. Well, I, then don't go down the stairs. What do you want from me? I know. He's like, listen, I I got to go. But you either go down the stairs or you don't. And she's like, OK. So you go. And he's like, you got to keep running because guess what? Your friend is coming. Your friend is going to be at the door or yes, at the gate. That's right. He does have new information. That's right. Yeah. 
He's like, your friend is going to be driving up to the gate. And she's like, what? And then she like remembers that she had written a letter to her friend, Mm -hmm. Tracy. I think that's right. And it will be right now. Yeah. And she's like, Tracy, you need to save me. This is a very bad place. I I want to come live with you. So bad. This place is so bad. And then she had written her phone, her friend's phone number on it. But and she only did this because she's like writing the number obsessively or like rehearsing doing the number yeah. obsessively, just because she's like this is the only way that I'll ever because no cell service, right? So the only phone on the premises is is in uh, Madame Dore's office, and it's a landline phone, and it's a landline. So she's got to know the number, right? So Lodunk doesn't get into it, but like I buy that if if I were trapped in a situation like this. Uh, and my only hope was being able to call you. Mm-hmm. I don't know your phone number. Yeah. Um, I would have to like, I would have go to write it down phone. over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's exactly, that's exactly what she does. And then when she gives the letter to Natalie, Natalie. Yeah. Natalie, the, and, sh- and Natalie's only back cause she's got back pay to pick up. Right. Very practical. She's a practical woman. It's a good story beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked that she was back and she's like, just uh, mail this to my friend. And then she's like, fuck, there's no address on there. But Natalie is a smart girl. Natalie knows there's a phone number there. She calls. Mm -hmm. She's like, listen, your friend's probably in a fucked up place. Right. Like, I got fired for talking to her. Yeah. Talking to her. That's crazy. It is crazy. But, I mean, if your job description says don't talk to the students, like, don't talk to the students. Don't talk to the students. Don't. (laughs) If if you need that job. If this job is truly important to you. Yeah, which she needs it. She does. She needs it. So, anyway, Daddy Ghost. (laughs) Yeah, Daddy Ghost is like, listen, your friend is out there. Tracy's out there. Uh, so she's like, oh my God. So she just runs and he's like, don't stop for anyone. So then kind of like ditch your other friends basically. So she just runs and runs and runs. The gates open. Oh my God. And she runs out. And the last scene is that she's engulfed with headlights. Mm -hmm. Her friend is just pulling up to save her. The end. The end. Everyone escapes and lives. No doubt. I mean, we don't even really know if Linda survives, do we? Uh, yeah, I guess we don't know that. Cause she just ditches everybody. She runs off. Right. And Li- Linda like jumps out of the second story window to land on her friends. Right. Hopefully she's okay. Yeah. She hasn't been eating though. She's weak. No. But so that means she was very light to catch. Oh, sure. She probably like a feather, like mm. kind of yeah, like, <laughs> wafted do, do, down. Do, like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Have you seen that video of a kid that like is holding on to his dad off a ski lift? No. Oh my God. What the okay. hell? So he, fell off and he's like six years old or seven or maybe like 12 even okay he could be any age six seven or 12 (laughs) no other no other age he's six seven or 12 and he's holding his dad is like holding on to him and all they've got is one hand oh my god slipping and so these other boys this group of like 12 year old boys sees him and they're like quick quick and they get like you know those netting things that like yeah uh, like like that orange yeah Yeah, the, the runs they like lift up one of those and create a little thing to catch him with the netting. What good boys. Yeah. And they're like, just fall down. Just let go. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. And then he drops down and he's fine. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's a good story. On the other side of the spectrum, did you read that thing about the woman that had bees in her eye? Yes. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to make of the bees in her eye woman. Feeding <laughs> on, on her, her tears. tears? <laughs> That's one hell of a headline. <laughs> <laughs> bees in her eyes feeding on she her had tears four bees in her eye what what are you doing stop she was digging, cool it with the honey she was digging 
And then she like got dust in her eye and was like, ow. And then it started swelling. And then they were like, that's bees. Like, bzz, bzz. Yeah, it, was, it was like, gotta get the honey. Um, B movie too. So, Inside the eye. Um, Sarah and I were talking the other day. There should be spray honey. Like honey in a spray yeah. can. Yeah. Just because honey's a, a pain in the butt. It is really annoying. And also it crystallizes really quickly. So fast. And... um. I do like the idea of a spray too. It would have to be less viscous is the problem. It, it would have to be. I don't I, I don't know the science behind it. All I want is honey in a spray bottle. Or maybe a way to dispense it that now the issue with this is mm. that very hard to clean this contraption. Totally. So there would have to be a way that it like flushes with water immediately after. Mm-hmm. But like a nozzle like a watering can. So that it all comes out in perfect little drips all oh, over. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. Instead of like, because you know, like sometimes it's like you put a little drizzle drizzle of honey. Right. But it's only on like it's one a, part yeah, it's and very a lot. localized. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But what if it comes out in little drip drips? Right. And then like everything is just a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Like I want something to, uh, I can turn something automatically into a honey glazed version of itself. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all you want. Um, I was at a diner in Oak Park, Illinois recently mm-hmm. that had... Um, a machine with like a, a a pull lever on it, you know, like like you like you've got a beer on tap or like you've got a big coffee machine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, except it was hot syrup. Oh, that's dope, right? That's cool. Do they have different flavored syrups? It was just the one. That's okay. I'm it so was, okay with that. It wasn't like a, a super like gimmicky diner. It was just like a solid diner. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It was great. I don't remember the name of it. Okay, well. So Thanks for I fucking nothing. Can't shout out the place. Thanks for nothing. All right. Well, where, where where was it? Oak Park. Oak Park. Okay. Anybody that's in the Oak Park area, can you let us know what diner this would be? Okay. Now it is across the street and maybe down the block from a restaurant that has a uh, a train that mm-hmm. delivers your food. So it's like, like a chugga 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 choo 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 like it like it's a conveyor belt sushi place, but instead it's not sushi or a conveyor belt. It's a train. It's a little train. So we tried to go to the train restaurant. Uh-huh. I'm there with uh, Sarah and her nieces, mm-hmm. who are like three and five. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great place. Great place for, for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Closed on Mondays. Oh, classic. We, we made the mistake going on Monday. Classic closed on a Monday. So we're like, why don't we just go to this diner place across the street? Five-year-old did not care for this suggestion. Really? Melted the fuck down. Really? Screaming. Oh, no, because no train. Yeah. Well, not just no train, but just not what she was expecting. Right. Was like, no, I don't want to do that. And we're like, okay, well, then we're just going to go home. And she's like, I don't want to go home. Oh, man. Um, and then like we get in there mm-hmm. and the like, you know, she's uh, like quietly crying to herself at this yeah. point. And then the waitress comes over with tiny little cups, tiny little folding plastic cups of Fruit Loops Ooh. and puts them in front of the girls. And then they're like, there we go. best restaurant ever. Yeah. Good move. Of course. Of course. Good move. That's a good waitress. That's a very good waitress. That's smart. Yeah. And I wish I could remember the name of the place because it I really- I can't believe you are laying it down so much. So it has a hot syrup, mm-hmm. like- Dispense, Dispenser. Like, like hot syrup on, on tap. Top. Yeah. And Fruit Loops and Tiny Cups on on demand. Yeah. They got Across from a ch- chugga chugga choo choo restaurant. Train restaurant. That's right. I feel like- Okay. I don't know if this is real, but I think no, this may be a dream real. that you had. I think this is maybe a dream. Okay, guys, if you know this place, it's in Oak Park, Illinois. Yep. Let us know. It would be very helpful. Um, Have you ever eaten at the Warbler in Chicago? I don't believe so. What is the really Warbler? Really good. Um, we're just talking Chicago restaurants. Yeah. Um, It's super good. And they have a lot of really, really yummy uh, veggie slash pescatarian options. Yes. Bring um, it on. 
their uh, ognoloti uh, with mushroom and feta cheese was like with brown butter sauce. Ooh, ooh, next level. That sounds. And I did a little so sprinkle, sprinkle of um, crushed pepper on it. Of course, got to give it a, like little, a little bit of yeah, <laughs> yeah, super yum. Oh, that sounds great. Super yum, and they have this thing called brandad. Have you had brandad? Yeah, yeah, they have brandad. They're Flish. super yum. <sighs> I'm with just preserved lemon. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm hungry now. I'm starving. My mouth is frothing. I know, mine too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So now I just want to eat these things. I know, I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, why don't you go to that, why don't you go to that... uh, I don't know the name of it. Um, So I say if, uh, you guys should read this one if you you want to, because it's a a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I I felt like it wasn't um, as scary as Stranger With My Face. No. Um, And it doesn't do any of like the sad stuff. Uh, no, no sad stuff. No really. sad stuff. Really, anywhere. Um, and like, anytime, and, and she gets into it way more in the interview too. But um, all of the talk of like ESP makes me think a lot of um, who killed my who killed my daughter. Is that the name of that book? Is it really that direct of a question? I think it is. Yeah. Hold on. Um, the the nonfiction book that Lois Duncan wrote about dealing with the death of her daughter, um, where she yeah it is who killed my daughter yeah uh, she enlists you know the help of like psychics and uh, like all, all all kinds of um, you know non traditional forms of uh, investigating and like she it's a weirdly racist book and just yeah. like. I don't know, just watching her grasp at like these straws, these like tiny little slivers of meaning from people who are telling her that they're like they're getting messages from yeah. the other side. And like that that book is just so sad. Yeah. Um that like it's just s- sad and racist mm-hmm. is all that book is. Yeah. Um and so like any any time that the the ESP stuff came up, I was like, uh, I don't really like this. But it's not really ESP. They keep calling it ESP penis and <laughs> they keep doing they it. They keep doing it. <laughs> they won't stop. But it's not. It's just like sensitivity to ghosts. Yeah. Which yes. I enjoy a little more. Mm-hmm, totally. Um is actually I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. The there's sorry, am I keeping us here too long? No, 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 no. I'm I'm making sure I know what book we're reading next week. Um so uh Stranger with My Face also has this of like, does Low Dunk have a thing about uh being kicked out of her own body? Because like Stranger with yeah, My Face the astral projection yeah, thing. Where the the twin girl? Ye- yeah, her, her twin. Her dead twin. Her dead her dead, not dead twin, uh yeah. kicks her out of her own body. Yeah, and I think that is a I think that's a trope that she's really interested in. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause it is scary, right? To like be to realize that you were not in control. To lose autonomy. Yeah. Is scary. Scary shit. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I mean I'll I'll, I'll back the play. It's a good it's a good book. It was a fun read. I read it real quick. Fast read. Real fast read. Very fast. Um it was good. Uh I had missed Lois Duncan. Um I really enjoy her style of writing. It's very easy to digest and it's mm-hmm. still really pretty. Yeah. Like that thing I read about the, the wind, like yes. she can be really poetic sometimes and it like kind of comes out of nowhere, but never feels out of place. No, you're just like, you find yourself in it and you're yeah. like, oh, this oh. is pretty. Um, so that is, uh, down a dark hall. We, we gotta touch base after we see this movie. Totally. I, I mean, absolutely. I absolutely. can't imagine it. Maybe that'll be a good Patreon. It just came thing. out last year. Yeah, 2018. What the hell? I know. <laughs> what? And it's straight to straight to demand. That's fine. 
So I understand. Doesn't need I understand why we release. don't know. Yes. Um. Yeah. Wow. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much to Patrick for being a wonderful guest co-host. Thank you for letting me guest co-host. Um, and we send our get well soon vibes to Dear Sweet Lindsay. Uh, if you are reading along, next week we will be covering Dark Angel, which is the, uh, the uh, sequel to Heaven by VC Andrews. I have been waiting to see what happens when this dirt poor hill person finally gets herself to Boston to meet her rich family from whom she truly comes from. I bet she's going to fit right in. I'm sure it's going to be fine. And (laughs) I'm sure that when she meets her like blood relatives, there won't be any like weird sexual tension between the men that are kind of her age. Perfect. Because she's so beautiful. This sounds great. Um, So that'll be really fun. Lindsay and I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, But first, Patrick Ellers, where can people find you on the internet and what are some things you want to plug? You can find me on the internet at uh, on, on Twitter at Patrick underscore Ellers. Ellers is E-H-L-E-R-S. Um, the two podcasts that Kelly mentioned earlier, uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society and Same Day Shipping, are both great podcasts. You should listen to them. Uh, Kelly and I are both on Same Day Shipping. We're working through a, a, a Marvel bracket right now. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's us at our most horny, I think. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. Uh, and the Nintendo show is great. We put out two episodes a week. Um, but also if you're a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you're reading the comics, look in the back of the issues as you pick them up now, issues 93 through 100 are all going to have these giant, uh, oral history pieces that I'm putting together for them that have interviews with the creators, the writers, the artists, Kevin motherfucking Eastman sat down for interviews. Um, these are awesome pieces. I'm very excited about them. So uh, check them out if you're into Ninja Turtles. Check them out if you're not. Yeah, because they're good pieces either way. Um, that is really awesome. That yeah. is really, really cool. And you guys should definitely check out all of that stuff. Um... Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support our show, you can tell someone about the show. Tell one person about this episode. Uh, I'm stealing that from Cocaine and Rhinestones, um, which, hey, I'm telling at least one person about that show. Uh, there you go. Uh, I'm hearing about it right yeah, now. Yeah, you're hearing about it. Um, no, but that that shit's so important. The only reason that you listen to something new is because someone recommended it mm-hmm. to you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, another thing that really helps our show is to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Like we said, if you don't know what to say, farm to table, pocket out, jalapeno dip. Uh, And actually, guys, seriously, when I have done um, uh, Twitch streams uh, for RPG stuff and I hear you guys in like with your donations saying farm to table pocket jalapeno dip that means the fucking world to me dude i love that shit um that's really awesome also you guys are really a wonderful community i just posted an update about um the uh results of everybody donating to uh listener jackie's uh classroom library and you really helped out a lot of kids that really deserve to be able to read more quote scary chapter books that they love um so that's really awesome. You guys are really great. Uh, if you want to support our show in a monetary way, we always welcome that. You can go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. We have a lot of really cool uh, incentives for you at different levels. Um, and Plus maybe this bonus episode we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, there might be a bonus episode of us talking about the fucking movie of Down a Dark Hall. Um, and 
if if you already are a, a patron, we really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, you can find the show on all social media at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, what the heck? You can find me at Kelly Nugie, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. And you can find Lindsay at Lindsay K. Ty, just her name. Um, thank you so much. Thank you again to Patrick. You were a wonderful guest host. We really appreciate you coming thank in. You, thank you so much for having me. I love coming on to talk dunk. Talk dunk. Uh, all right. We will uh, chat with you guys next week. But until then, keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay K. Ty, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.